Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Every time, every time I start a podcast, the old NBA music, I don't even know if, uh, if NBC still do the music. Y'all know exactly. Every time I do a pod, I feel like my intro, actually, I might have to put that in. It's a new intro, but what's up, y'all? Thank y'all for coming through. It's another a glorious episode of the Audible Podcast. It is a wonderfully brisk and chilly morning in Tejas, man. It's, you know, the weather been, it's been a little in and out last week. You know, it was like 30, 40, 50 for like the first part of the week. And then by Wednesday, Thursday, it was 82. And ever since then, we've been uh, more in the forties and fifties. Since about about five, it's been 50, 40 degrees. Uh, you know, just I say brisk, chilly, nippy. It, it's cold, um, but not a lot of women going through. You know, we just be getting that some of that just dry cold, not crazy. Uh, it's not like you know other places, Midwest up north. When they get that Pidgeot, that Pidgeotto wind, that Pidgeot uh, wind coming through, uh, along with the cold, uh, we don't get all that here too much. Uh, thankfully, uh, I am too uh, dark uh, to be dealing with such cold. But anyway, it's been a glorious uh, sports weekend. Uh, none of my teams, I don't even think they play. I don't, it doesn't even matter. Uh, I got a chance to see. The Lakers down by 30. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. That just alone that. Oh, man. All right. I got a chance to see the Lakers lose. Um, I got a chance to see the Cowboys lose. And also got a chance... To see the Patriots uh, get walked down. You ever hear Stone Cold say he's going to stomp a model? You ain't walking dry. That's what happened to the Patriots. So, um, the good thing about the Patriots, right? Let me, what was, what was the final score? The good thing about watching the Patriots lose um, 47 to 17. I think they put in it. That score is 7. In the in the fourth quarter, in uh trash time, so maybe y'all see Mac Jones have two thirty two two picks, sixty three percent. You know they ain't got no wide receivers, so you know that's that's different, a different type of thing. Josh Allen had five touchdowns. Lord, he showed this ball sack to these dudes. So, you know the the great thing about seeing the Patriots uh, lose, uh, get blown out, really. Is because they're known for shit like this, right? They will run the score up on you. Two of the greatest, I will, it's, it's a couple things in, in sports history. I'll never forget. They'll always be stuck in my head. Um, this is just me personally. It's my little personal things in my head, obviously. Um, but one of the things it, are the two seasons that the Patriots had. Um, 
when they were kicking ass. And it just so happened to be the two seasons that they lost to the Giants, which is just crazy, right? Because the Giants are trash. Eli's trash. The the Giants are, are, are awful. They were sneaking in at 8-8 eight and eight and having these fucking, uh, I don't know what type of games. The defense was just on point. It was just... It's just crazy. It was coming to 8-8. Eight eight. Eli was trash. He would be trash the whole year. And he'll come in the playoffs and just be rain, man. He'd be perfect sell. He'd just be busting everybody ass, right? So, the Patriots that year, the, the first year, um, I believe it was the undefeated season, right? So, I just remember several games. Um... Throughout that year, it was, they had the undefeated season. I believe this is oh seven, and they had the ass when they, they, they had the ass. They had the season that was kicking ass. They had the ass. They had the season that was kicking ass, and they lost a couple times throughout the year. Um, I believe that was oh nine. I believe that was oh nine. Right, so seven. The I I remember they were playing the Titans. And they was up maybe 46 to nothing in the full quarter. It was like 46 nothing. It's the full quarter. It's like eight minutes left. Um, the Patriots didn't score, but I think they kicked the field goal. Um, it was a... It, wait, did the, what the Titans do? The Titans didn't score. But they didn't get no first downs either. I think it was a three and out. And then next thing I see, I see Tom Brady coming back on the field. I say, Jesus Christ, this nigga uh, Belichick is calling out for blood. Like, dog, it was eight minutes. No, it was like six minutes left. And Brady came out six minutes left in the fourth quarter. These dudes are 46 nothing. And Brady came back out again, and they scored it on another drive. I said, holy shit, <laughs> this shit. <laughs> see, and I think that was the ultimate karma. And both of those seasons, I think it just think it was the ultimate calm because it was unmerciful ass whoopers. Like, dog, Brady, I think the, both of those seasons was like Brady threw for like 5,000 yards. One of them, he had like 50 touchdowns and, and 10 intercepts, I think, like that. It's, it was it was Randy Moss uh, when, he, when he broke the record yet, when he had like 22 touchdowns or whatever. But they was just busting everybody ass. And the fact that the fucking Giants did it twice, actually, in the old nine season. Another thing I'll never forget, the most un- unforgivable moment I've ever seen in football, right? So it's the season. It's got to be nine. It's the season when Joe Gibbs came back. You remember the coach that coached for, um, well, it was the Redskins back in the game, the football team. He was the coach. He got him the, he got him the championship. Um, they last Super Bowl win, and then he went to NASCAR. I think he had success in NASCAR. He had his own NASCAR team, and then he brought him back to coach. But he only coached for like maybe one or two years. Um, well, he went against Belichick one one year, and I'll tell you, the Belichick must have like he must have been milder than you. You got to get out of here, old man. He must have been talking to him crazy because they were up. 50 to nothing. It was like 53 nothing. And Tom Brady came back out. Dog Joe Gibbs was screaming 
across the sideline. I'm gonna have to, I swear I'm gonna link this on YouTube, uh, from YouTube to the to the fucking Twitter. Joe Gibbs was screaming across the sky. He's like, What are you doing? What's going on? Like the Brady came back out there. And I think he put another hammer, another jackhammer on top of their head, dog. Like it was it's just, just the most unbelievable two seasons I've ever seen. And uh, so to see them give out unmerciful ass whoopings and Brady, not Brady, Belichick, he trolls too. You remember the first time Buffalo played them? He didn't even pass the ball. Listen, they didn't even, they wasn't even passing the ball. I think Mac Jones probably had like four attempts. I know for a fact in the first half, he didn't even throw the ball. And they still beat Buffalo. So that's why when it's time, like, imagine a motherfucker running the ball all game, bro. Mac Jones literally had like six attempts for the entire game. And they beat him. That's the type of trolling. So when that's why when Buffalo came back, they made sure to continue to beat there. They still 14 in the, in, the, in the fourth quarter. When a team that's up like this, ooh. How was they up? Because I know at halftime, I checked the score. And I was like, okay, I'm not turning this game on at all. At halftime, it was 27 to 3. Oh, yeah. This is an old Kentucky Fry ass whoop. So they made sure to keep their foot on their neck. Because that's what Belichick will do to you. He'll keep their foot on your neck. So, seeing them lose, wonderful, fantastic, delicious. See you, Tom Brady. Uh, you know, they beat the Eagles because I guess the Eagles are actual frauds now, even though well, Jalen Hurts threw two picks, but he had 258 yards. Yeah, passing, they had no running game. What was they doing? I'm not sure what uh, they ran the ball seven times with, with Miles Sanders. You know, it, it's really tough to. Obviously, Jalen Hurts didn't play great, right? But when you run the ball seven times, when one, like Miles Sanders ran seven times for 16 yards, and Boston Scott ran one time for 34 yards, and he got a touchdown, right? I don't remember this play. Um, maybe this was a trick play. Y'all can bring this up to me in the in in comments or respond to me and let me know. I'm sure, this could have been a trick play because it's 34 yards and it's one run. But I, w- I would probably get the fucking ball in his hands again if this dude touched the ball one time and it was for 34 yards and it was for a touchdown. I would attempt. And he had one catch for one target for one yard. So the only dude that scores besides Gainwell never touches the fucking ball again in the entire game. So I understand uh, Jalen Hurts played terribly. And I'm sure Brady will meet his match. I don't even know. Dude, I've been I've been so in and out of watching football. Like I these last man, since it's been like six years now. Holy shit, it's been like six years since I've actually like really watched football. And it's crazy because I can name you the uh, the roster. From like fucking Madden 94, Tecmo 93. I can name you every damn near every play on every roster up until like 2012. 
on every team. Um, but these last, I've been broken, man. Been broken, man. The Pelicans, you know, I'm still kind of rooting for the Pelicans, but they're breaking me too, man, because it's just bad management. The, the Panthers, it's bad enough. You know, in, a, in previous podcasts, I named all the quarterbacks at the roof for a dog. Like, think of any other team, bro. Like, hold on. Let me bring up the NFL standards. Right? Think of any other team. I'm going to say the last. How long the Panthers have been out? It's been 25 years. 25? Yeah, it's been 25 years since the Panthers have been out, right? So any other team, we're just going to say NFC history, then had a quarterback to Rufa, like Cowboys, they got Dak to Rufa right now. The Eagles, they didn't have McNabb, they didn't have Vic. Um, at least Washington, at least they had an Audrey 3 season that they could have been excited about, that they was excited about. I got that from Cam. But, I mean, Washington might be worse off than nothing else. Sorry, we had camp for a couple years at least. The Giants, they get one of the most average quarterbacks who just put on, he's like Joe Flacco. I mean, they're just regular throughout the regular season. And then in the playoffs, like Jesus. is Are they scared of the defense? I'm sure. I'm, I'm more than sure. Uh. That Joe Flacco had an added incentive to play well with Ray Lewis on your team and Terrell Suggs on your team. I'm sure Joe Flacco was in that motherfucker feeling like uh, Joe Montana uh, when Ray Lewis is on the other side saying, we're going to do what we do. You do what you do. And if you get what I'm saying, you smell it when I'm cooking. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's why Flacco was like that. But, like, let me go back to the teams. So, that's the Giants. Uh, the Rams. Uh, I got Kurt fucking Warner. Jesus Christ, what I'm going to say? Uh, for fucking Kurt Warner. Fucking Super Bowl. Uh, Cardinals. Whatever. It's the Cardinals. They didn't win the Super Bowl. They had Kurt Warner. They got Colin Murray right now. Uh, they, they got a little excitement to them, at least. You know what I mean? Um. 49ers of the 49ers, the Seahawks. The 49ers have Super Bowls. I can't say nothing. It's been since 1994. It's been uh, fucking 26 years, but um, do they have one after that? No, they don't. Seahawks, Russell Wilson, Packers had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Vikings at least had Randall Cunningham, Dante Culpepper. I know that was a long time ago, but it is what it is. Uh, the Bears have never had a good quarterback in the history of the Bears. Uh, the best quarterback that would play for the Bears is Jay Cutler. Uh, so, you f- you figure that out. Uh, the Lions. So, back to the Panthers, right? As a fan, uh, the Lions are trash. That's why I was leaving out. As a fan, you know, you sit back and you, you watch your team lose, right? Like, I remember watching those losers in the Super Bowl the first time to the Patriots, right? It was bad. It was really bad. Almost. You ever remember how Zangief used to grab motherfucker and do a spinning power drive? I almost grabbed the TV and did a spinning power drive off the second full balcony. It was it was bad, right? But you see Brady got like eight Super Bowl rings. And you're like, okay. We was just victims. You just, it just is what it is. It's Brady, right? So then we get to Jake DeLong. 
and you ever had somebody say a name and just tension in your in your body, my whole body just tensed up like I was about to fucking bust out of these sweatpants, like fucking Incredible Hulk, dicking out those six turnovers, right? So the worst game. I've ever seen. I've seen my team lose two Super Bowls. The worst game is the Jay DeLong six turnover game, right? And I've seen my basketball team lose by 65 points in the playoffs. Uh, I've seen, like I said, basketball team lose six times in the playoffs. I've seen my basketball team get swept like six out of seven seasons. When uh, we was the actual Pelicans and losing to the Warriors every single year because (sighs) a top 75 player wasn't good enough to at least get his team to the sixth seed. So every year, except for one, the eight seed Pelicans had to play the number one seed. Guess you know who who decided to have a fucking dynasty out of nowhere, the Golden State Warriors. So every year there was number one seed. We was just sneaking in at the number eight seed, winning 45 games, 47 games. Bullshit type of stuff, right? So that's the Pelican shit, right? Then you go back to when we was a Hornets, Chris Paul and company, lose a game by 65 points, playoffs to the Nuggets. Two Super Bowl losses. The Broncos, bro, the Broncos one was, was just the, the you want to talk about a straw that break the camel's back. This was this straw was a fucking two-handed uh William Wallace Claymore. This straw could fucking suck in a river. I wanted to kill every that was just the last straw, right? That was just it. The Jay DeLong six turnover thing. <laughs> I want to cry <laughs> yo this man threw five interceptions to the Arizona Cardinals it was just the Cardinals it's not like we was playing the Bears it's not like we playing the 49ers. It's not like we playing the, the, the Packers. It's not like we playing the Patriots. It's not like you playing the Ravens. And I'm just naming teams that I had def- decent defenses throughout the last 20 years. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking of Tampa Bay. I'm just we wasn't playing none of them, son. It was just the Cardinals, dog. And he threw five picks. Right? So he put these five ingredients into the oven. And not only did he fumble, he lost the fumble. Gee, this nigga lost the fumble. Could you imagine the gamma rays going through my body watching this happen? So, you know, the the, the loss to the Broncos, that was it. That was no more. I won't go take it no more. I, you know what? I don't even blame Cam. The whole uh, the um, the fumble shit. 
it looked like it was an awkward, and this is me, you know, I, I, Cam is trash right now. He's, go, he's been trash for years. So this is not me defending, being a Cam defender. But he looked like he was going, you never been walking, and you try to pick up something, but your leg is just in an awkward spot, and it kind of buckled backwards a little bit. He just kind of, you don't trip. Y'all know what I mean. Y'all been walking and you just, you just kind of buckle your knee. Like it just back. It just like a fucking ostrich. One of them just pop back and like, oh shit, that shit kind of hurt. It looked like that happened to Cam knee in the turf as he was about to get it. So to me, it looked, it looked like an awkward fumble. So the fumble wasn't even a big deal to me. Like that was a big narrative thing. Um, I fucking hated the loss, like, but that wasn't a part of the loss, right? That wasn't a part of it. The, the, the bad parts about us losing, in particular, on top of everything, three things, right? The first thing was everything already being built up. All the losses in the, in the end, all this shit, right? The number two thing is that it was to Peyton Manning, who couldn't even throw Absolute legend, like Peyton Manning, great, um, uh, just sports personality, right? Hilarious. But this nigga could throw. And we lost, right? Then the third thing is the thought of the, you know, I, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before. The worst beatdown I've ever seen in any football game. Any football game. Not even, it don't matter, regular season. Uh, fucking Pop Warner. Fucking high school. I don't care. I don't even care what the score was. Somebody could have lost 100 or nothing. And it wasn't worse than when Seattle played Denver Broncos in a Super Bowl. In the previous, it was the previous year. It was a couple years ago. Whenever they went. Was that 11? When did they go? I forgot. Whenever they played Seattle, right? And Cam Chancellor and, um, oh, my God, what was the other safety? Oh, Jesus, why can't I think of everybody? The, the fucking, y'all, the Legion of Boom, right? The very first play, I don't know if it was a safety but they had a safety on like the first or second possession. But I remember the very first play. I think uh recipes of Mary Thomas tight end. I think he was going across the middle. And Camp Chancellor hit this man so hard, bro. Bro, I thought he 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 flew six yards. And I say, holy shit. Camp Chancellor is not playing no games. This man is crazy. So I knew from then. I knew from then that they was going to lose. So those Denver Broncos get pumped. Get the, the game was a, anybody who watched that Seattle game. I don't give a fuck. I need a sports psychiatrist on the show. Anybody that saw the first possession, the first play of that game, knew it was already the first game. The first play or the first possession. If you saw the second possession, you damn sure knew the game was already over. But I knew it from the first play. So those Denver Broncos beat us. 
I know it's not the same people. I know it's added, you know, motivation because they lost before, but fuck all of that. So, you know, the like I said, the, the fumble wasn't even a big deal. He was trying to recover, like I said, it just felt like it was an awkward, you know, grabbing type of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It, it don't matter. It's just so far away. But to me, it just never looked, it never looked too, uh, it never looked like he was scared. It just looked awkward. Like, it's like he was awkwardly looking at that motherfucker. Like, who in a Super Bowl just looks at the ball? So that's why I thought it was something else. Um, and I don't even want to finish the rest of the podcast because I'm mentally uh, fucking broken. But, you know, that was the last thing, right? Just to deal with the Panthers and the, the Pelicans are the same way because internally the Pelicans, just like the Panthers in, in many ways, like the Panthers now in the front office, in the coach, it's just bad everywhere. There's no quarterback. There's no running back. There's no wide receivers. The defense was started off trash, got much better throughout the year, but still not a Panthers defense. Past defense they were. Not so much rushing, but they did get better. But you have an awful coach, and you will continue to have an awful coach. You have really bad quarterbacks, and you'll continue to have really bad quarterbacks because they've always had very bad quarterbacks, right? A couple years of Cam, that don't really count. 25 years, and you get two, three, four years of a good quarterback. To me, that don't really count for anything. Um, so we're kind of dealing with the same thing with the Pelicans. Um, but the way we're dealing with the Pelicans is it's just a – Three coaches in three years type of thing. And it's looked like it's like it's be four coaches in four years because we're going to be losing the president of basketball operations after this year. Um, it's just a tragedy. Now, I've deeply depressed myself thinking about uh, the Pelicans. Let's move on. Jesus Christ. So we're going to stick to basketball. Just get off the fan for a second because I just – about to fucking eat this paper. This year, it's been a lot of injury, right? So people have been looking at COVID as a as a big uh, a mix up to things this year. If you look at the NBA injury report, you'll see that for a couple of weeks we did have a lot of issues with COVID, but for the most part. Everybody is just fucking hurt. If you look at Atlanta, Clint Capella, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic, they're just actually injured. Kevin Durant, he's injured. LaMarcus Aldridge, he's injured. Kelly Oubre, I think he got the Rona. He'll be back. Um, Lonzo is injured. Caruso is injured. Ricky Rubio, we saw that shit. He's out. Colin Sexton, we saw that shit. He's out. Um, Jamal Murray, we saw that shit, he's out. Michael Porter, we saw that shit, he's out. Like, actual injury, Jeremy Grant has been out for, for like a while, actually. I forgot he was even fucking playing in Detroit. Uh, he's been out that long. 
Draymond is out. He's out for, for weeks. Uh, Steph just got hurt. Uh, James Wiseman, who they drafted, he's been he's been out pretty much the whole year. Uh, well, he's been out the whole year. He got hurt last year. Uh, it, John Wall is just he's chilling. Where is John Wall? Where's John Wall at? Forty-seven million dollars a year, and this man ain't play a single minute of NBA basketball on an NBA team that had a pretty decent win streak. Um. We're very young and untested players, so probably having somebody that gets paid forty-seven million dollars. And uh, let's move for John Wall because I'm gonna make myself angry trying to figure out what the Rockets are actually trying to do. Because you're looking to trade a worse version of Russell Westbrook, who this year has been abysmal, and y'all know from this. Snow Westbrook's. I've never slandered Westbrook at all for 13, 14 years. But this year, he's shooting scud missiles. I don't know what. I don't know if his hands, his hands are broken, his wrist is broken, his elbow tendons, forearms, are the basketballs too light? Are they too heavy? I don't know what he's feeling. Are these bitches as light as medicine balls? Do we need to put ankle weights on his wrists? What's going on? But John Wall, worse than him, because he don't play as good as defense. He don't get as many assists. He don't get as many rebounds. And he get kind of scored the same clip, kind of. Moving on. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Paul George has been out with the elbow for about a month now, I believe. And he's going to be out pretty much another month. Uh, Kawhi is not expected for another two months. LeBron has been hurt all year. He's been on the injury report all year. Um, AD hurt three, four times. Kendrick Nunn hasn't even played yet. Um, Dylan Brooks has been in and out the entire year. Bam out of bio. I don't think Bam has played since November. Uh, Oladipo hasn't played. I don't think the entire year. Um, Drew Holiday was hurt at the beginning of the year. He's hurt again now. Um. He probably won't be back for another couple days. Uh, Zion hasn't played a, a single game. Uh, Kimball Walk has kind of been in and out uh, as far as injury is concerned. He got benched early, but that's you know that's a little bit of a different case. Jonathan Isaac, as we know, hasn't played basketball all year, but is expected back, I guess, next month. Um, so it's Fultz. Fultz had to play football, uh, football, basketball the entire year. Dog, these are like actual budding NBA players you know what i mean like good nba players that could be stars that could be superstars um uh wendell carter jr has been playing very well all year he's he's out just coming back uh, of course i mean i'm at philly now Ben Simmons hasn't played the entire year um dame is out cj litter had a fucking collapsed lung jesus christ what who what happened to this nigga? Was he uh, fighting with the sword and shield? What the hell happened to this man? Um, and that's really it. Bradley Bill has been out for a couple weeks. Is it COVID? Dude, how long has Bill been out? Like, he caught, I know he caught the Rona again. Um, but he's been out a little bit now. 
Oh, he got vaccinated. That's yeah, so what it's just bullying. It's bullying works, but he's been out. He must have actually got sick because he's been out with the Rona for a while now. Or is it actually the Rona? Either way, um, I think a lot of these injuries have to do with these guys coming back so quick. Um, but I'm not going to get into that because if they don't care, I don't care either. What I want to see is all-star votes. I want to talk to y'all about that because I think there are a lot of players, um, young players that should get the chance, but probably won't because of uh, fan voting. And um, I think fan voting is going to ruin everything. I think fan – just imagine, like, we see fan voting, dog. Y'all think people voting for real like that? Like, because we know – I'm saying that. I know they actually y'all. Like, if 20,000 people voted for Harambe, we probably get Buku rant. It's probably people voting for these self-writing. It's probably, though, it's probably 200,000 bullshit votes that come through every year. Through, like, you know, whatever big campaign, presidential campaign, it's probably at least 200,000 bullshit votes. That, that, it's probably more than that. that. That mean absolutely nothing. And I get that, I understand that. Because fan voting for the NBA and also player voting for the NBA. Because the players, they vote for bullshit too. They vote bullshit in too. So when the players got the chance to to be included to the voting, they voting each other. They can vote Giannis brother. Any one of them. Whole team put Giannis brother. Like so you could tell motherfuckers just don't take things um, not too serious at all. But some people I wanted to see uh, on for the NBA vote, like this is the East, for instance, uh, f- front court, uh, Durant, Giannis, you know, and B. Tatum, Jimmy Butler, you know, uh, Jared Allen, Bam, uh, Pascal Siakam, Miles Bridges, Lamarcus Archers, right? So, uh, I would say Bam hasn't played nearly enough. Pascal Siakam hasn't played nearly enough. Jimmy Butler really hasn't played nearly enough. But I think you should reward them because they are at least one or two in the East. So it would probably be Jimmy Butler because he's played more recently. Bam has been out for a little bit. LaMarcus Aldridge, 200,000 votes. He's had a good year, but he has the same amount of – he has – LaMarcus always has 10,000 less votes than Darius Garland, who's had an amazing season um, this year. So I can already tell, you know, like these two Cleveland votes, um, these are their actual fans because nobody actually watches real basketball uh, to do all this shit. So for the Franco guards, I would think uh, this is pretty correct. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, Trey Young, Zach Levine, uh, James Harden, LaMelo Ball, Kyrie Irving had half a million votes. This is the type of stuff I'm talking about. Derrick Rose, 373,000 votes. This is the type of stuff I'm talking about. Derrick Rose has more votes than Fred Van Vliet, uh, who has 250,000 votes. Derrick Rose has 100,000 more votes, 110,000 more votes um, than Darius Garland. So uh, that lets you know just... Regular people uh, are not to be trusted at all. Um, and that was for the East. Let's check out for the West. 
and also people like Scotty Barnes, people like uh, Evan Mobley. I think these young cats should be should be put up there, man. Like they didn't play better than fucking Lamarcus Aldridge, Scotty Barnes, and and Evan Mobley didn't play better than Lamarcus Aldridge. Like I know these are you know bullshit fan votes. Votes is Brooklyn, it's New York, it's more people. It's gonna happen like that, but geez, get a fucking grip. Um, in the West, LeBron is number one. He's LeBron. He's gonna get number one. Um, but by one point three more million more votes than Yoka just um an amazing amount of dick riders. Uh Andrew Wiggins being at number three, again, amazing amount of dick riders. Andrew Wiggins having one point Andrew Wiggins has more votes than Ja Moran and Luka Doncic. So um, this is another thing, kind of like New York. You have California, where there's a lot of people. You have Draymond Green, you have Wiggins, you have Curry. We know Curry. Um, and Clay Thompson says 750,000 votes. We know that's not the case. The nigga's been back like a week. He has 750,000 votes. Um, uh, the, the fans, the fans ruin everything. People, people ruin a people game. Like Jesus Christ. Um. Let's see. Paul George, 1.7 million. He won't even be back to play that. Uh AD, 1.3 million. He won't even be back to play that. Carmelo, 800,000. Okay. With Carmelo has doubled the votes than Rudy Gobert. Uh, Devin Booker, number five for the guard, 650,000 votes. Um Anthony Edwards. I like Anthony Edwards getting his shot. Hopefully Anthony Edwards get his shot at the All Star. He has two hundred and fifty two hundred and twenty five thousand votes. But it's like I said, there's a lot of people in front of him. Like, you know, Clay is in front of him. Russ is in front of him. Uh Dame for the most part. I think Dame has played enough games to be in front of him. Uh so that, that may be a little different. So I think there's a lot of um let's see. Do they do the uh All-Star games, right? You know the the games with the, the young folks they do with the young players? Let's check the scheduled events for everything. I want to see who's in that. It's the Rising Stars event, right? Who's in the Rising Stars? Clorox Rising Stars. Goddamn. Everything can be bought and sold like fine wine and whores. Uh, Rising Stars in me, man. Today we announced who's in the Rising Stars thing. Rising Stars roster. This is the game I actually want to see. Um, because of the ah, damn nigga showing me prices, nigga. I'm not going here. I don't even know where they at. Is it Cleveland? Isn't it Cleveland this year? Oh, is it Cleveland? Boy, we about to have a boy it's about to be niggas about to be cold and going to Cleveland? Oh no. Rising Stars lineup. Can we get some some heat here? This is from last year. Never show a rising stars. I'm a little surprised at that. 
So last year, man, look at these cats, man. Last year we had, because uh, they do world versus U.S. So last year for the U.S., it was LaMelo, Anthony Edwards, Halliburton, Tyler Hero, DeAndre Hunter, Kelda Johnson, John Morant, Michael Porter, Zion, James Wiseman. What a roster. Um, foreign war teams, not so great. Uh, but the American teams was 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 pretty good. Um, so hopefully we get that same type of, um, I would say, the same amount of players. I know Evan Mobile, I know Scotty Bones, they've been hurt. But hopefully we can see those cats uh, ball because I really like those players. And I really like those players because they come in playing defense and they come in not bullshit. You come in playing defense, blocking shots, putting up buckets, getting rebounds. You're going to be around for a while because a lot of people, they don't remember Fat Kevin Love. What else do we want to discuss on today, man? You know, I, I had a, I actually have a full list of things. Um, that I want to run down with y'all, but the fans should just sap. <laughs> it just sap the, it just sap the energy out of you, man. I don't know, man. You know, hopefully, um, with the the latter part of the season, uh, we see a lot of aggress- aggressive trades. I haven't really seen or heard that much as far as trades. You know, I, I hear things about uh, Dame. And oh damn, he's sitting out, you know, because he's injured. He's faking injured to sit out for a trade. I don't think that's the case at all, uh, because he's been hurt the whole year. And CJ is hurt too, so I don't know why he would just get mad and bail. It's not like they've all been healthy and 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 bad. They've been injured and bad, pretty much this entire season. So you know, I don't think anything is gonna anything from Dame is just gonna. I don't think that's the case. I don't think Dame is like that. I've seen things with the Lakers, and this is one thing I wanted to see with the Lakers. And now that it's coming to my head, I started this podcast discussing uh, how fantastic uh, the Patriots and Lakers and Cowboys was losing. And I wanted to discuss something about the Lakers, right? Because I'm about to be a LeBron fanboy for a second. Do I want to? Uh uh, he said COVID was like the flu. Hold on. Let me get a coin real quick. See if I can find a quarter. I got a quarter around me. God damn. I need to flip a coin. One on one side will say I praise LeBron. And I give him some props. And the other side will say, fuck that shit. Hold on. This is a real podcast. We're real live and we've been doing this stuff right here. Because I actually have a point that I'm sure all y'all know, but it's LeBron, so we don't kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. But he did build this team, so I kind of don't want to give the benefit of the doubt. And he also said COVID was like the flu. Um, so I really don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Heads, we don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Tails, we give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's see what we got. I actually caught that. I can't even see. What I said, heads do. I got heads. I don't remember what I said. Well, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Not for long, though, because he did say COVID like the flu. He's a fucking idiot. All right. 
So this is my giving LeBron the benefit of the doubt argument, right? Austin Reeves, Malik Monk, DeAndre Jordan, Mason Jones, Stanley Johnson, Dwight Howard, Taylor Horton Tucker, Wayne Ellington, Seku Dumbuya, Avery Bradley, Kent Bazemore, Trevor Ariza, Carmelo Anthony. That's all I have to defend LeBron. Um, he did make this roster. Um, I will not be led to believe that any moves, any moves were made and not signed off on by him. I won't believe that. I will not be allowed to believe that. But this is trash. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening, man. It's trash. I love it.